You're listening to Let's Talk Entertainment, where entertainment comes together. Here's your host, Isaac Amons. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Season 3, Episode 1, 2022. Thank you so much for joining us. Hope you guys had a great Christmas holiday. Hope you guys had a great New Year's Eve. We're here. We made it. Season 3, Episode 1. We got a great guest kicking off this season. Laura Lovelock joining the show a little bit later on. But first, we're going to dive right on into our news headlines. Tyra Banks has sold a five-bedroom estate in the affluent postal community on the west side of Los Angeles in the final days of 2021, with the sale price coming at $7,895,000, which is what she was asking for the pad. The place is 6,160 square feet and comes with all the bells and whistles, including a home gym, office, a media room with a 120-inch projection screen. It has a rooftop deck that features 360-degree views of the ocean, coastline, and skyline. And it comes with its own outdoor kitchen, spa, fire pit, and multiple seating areas. Man, a new house is sounding really good right about now. Our next headline also comes out of California. And the gym formerly known as Mamba Sports Academy is suing the company that owned the Doom helicopter in the Kobe Bryant crash claiming the copier company should be forced to pay over $100,000 in costs related to the death of one of passengers on board. More details on this story can be found at TMZ.com. And for our final headline, I usually try to keep it happy, but this is one that I feel like should take the final spot. Famed actress Betty White has officially passed away. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ that Betty passed away at her home just before 9.30 a.m. Friday, December 31st, 2021. As if she couldn't have just made it a few more hours to 2022. But nonetheless, the beloved actress barely left her home after the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic. She was a trailblazer and pioneer in media, and she had the longest-running career for any woman in TV. Starring in multiple shows over the past eight decades. Eight decades. That's ridiculous. Starting way back in 1939. A source close to Betty tells TMZ she didn't have any sudden illness, nor was she battling any particular ailment. We're told she's believed to have died of natural causes. Our thoughts and prayers go out to Betty's family, and we will always remember her as one of the Golden Girls. Rest in peace, Betty. We'll miss you down here. Now that we're done with our news headlines for the week, Let's jump into this week's interview with Alora Lovelight. Alora, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's always a pleasure to meet new people and just have them on the show. Uh, So people who haven't, you are a musician and from what I've heard, a phenomenal one at that. Thank you. Uh, so could you just like talk us through like how, how you got into doing music and what what kind of music you do and just some backstory for our listeners? Sure, absolutely. Yes, my name is Laura Lovelight. Um, I do R&B, soul, jazz um, type of music. Lately, we did a single called The Rodicey that came out in September. Um, and it's a little bit more upbeat. It's still got an R&B vibe, but kind of a club mix type thing. Um, so yeah, I started doing music really early on. Um, my mom is a piano player and I begged her to teach me how to play piano ever since I could talk. Um, and so I started playing the piano at four. 
And then I was very involved in church and church choir and um, the worship team and things like that. And then I, you know, got to high school and my mom said, what are you going to do in college? And I said, definitely not music. I don't want to ruin my love for music, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, um, college came and I decided, yes, I love music and that's my calling and that's my, my gift. So I um, ended up going to school for music composition. So I studied the art of music theory and how to write different parts and different instruments, things like that. Um, but I've always had a R&B type jazz, soul, musical influence. So as I kind of learned how to write music in different parts, I infused that into kind of hip hop, jazz, R&B. Um, that's my genre. That's what I love. So yeah, it's been really fun. And uh, here we are. I just did my single in September and it's doing very well. Um, and I'm really excited about the feedback and people seem to love it. Um, it's a little different than any music I've done before. It's a little bit more upbeat, um, more dance kind of vibe, but it's been fun. It's been fun to expand my music musicality, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's always fun to branch out in different areas that we haven't really touched into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Thank you so much for that. Um, so you said you started music at a young age. I, I kind of know what you feel or what you mean by that. Uh, mm -hmm. I started playing drums when I was eight years old, awesome. um, right around there. I don't know if that's right around the exact age, but I know I was really young um, and actually taught myself. Um, so, but the fact that at such a young age, we're, we can branch out and just, we want to do stuff. Right. It's like a natural drive. Yeah. So yeah, that's really exciting uh so talking about erodicy uh it's doing very well super mm -hmm. great song yeah, um what walk us through the uh writing process of that um yeah it, i was i was kind of in a writing session one night and um i was with actually he's a number one billboard artist formerly sugar ray of the double x posse now he goes by ray rothschild but um we were in a writing session together and just kind of feeling out what i'm gonna do next and what what kind of single you know should be put out next um and we were talking about a beat and I, I kind of played something for him that I had written honestly for the practice of it just to see like hey can I make something different and I was like oh I kind of have this and he was like that's it that's the record so um we ended up writing the lyrics that day and shortly after went to the studio um in New York with a great phenomenal engineer and then our mix engineer, everybody really an all-star group of people who worked on the record. Um, and it came together beautifully. It was very easy. It was very fun. Um, it was a great concept of just kind of a sexy, classy, um, creative vibe, which is really what I aim to do with my whole brand. And it came out amazing. I love it. <laughs> It was fun. It was the whole process was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Thank you. It's super. It's super. I feel like it's super important to always have fun with what you're doing. Absolutely. If you're not having fun, then why are you doing it? Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what after Erodicy came out, what what do you feel like your next steps are going to be like? What, what do you have planned for the future? 
Um, definitely more music. That's always my answer to that question is more music. Um, you know, and we're kind of back into the world now. And so it's a great time to release new music and start to do some live shows again. Um, and so I'm hoping to do another single come beginning of spring, like February, March. And then hopefully the whole album will come out sometime in the summer and um, go from there and do some live shows. I would love to connect with, you know, all the new fans who are kind of finding my music for the first time and really enjoying developing with me, you know, seeing the new music and the new wave, and the new look and all that kind of stuff. It's been really fun. So I look forward to seeing everybody and going to do a live show and sharing that experience. I love to perform live. That's one of my favorite things. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I always loved going to concerts and just meeting different people that love the same type of music. Maybe not, right. maybe even not even just the same type of music, just concerts in general. Uh, yeah. So we're, we are back to a semi-normal, whatever, that, hope, yeah. whatever that <laughs> word means anymore. New normal, yeah. <laughs> right. How, do you, how has the past year and a half, two years, how has that affected your music? Um, I would say that it's been both good and hard. I would say that like as somebody who loves to perform live, it, that as an artist, that kind of becomes part of your identity as an artist is connecting with people. I mean, that's a big part of why we are artists and not just doing music you know, for ourselves is to connect with people and um, have a connection and a vibe and energy at a show so that aspect going away like 100% completely was like whoa now what do we do um but on, on the other on the flip side as a writer it was phenomenal I really spent the last year um writing 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 just like every single day getting to work on music and um getting to develop like this next wave I knew was coming. So really um, being in, inten intentional about what's my look gonna be and what's this new music gonna sound like and how are we gonna get behind that and everything is consistent. And um, you know, social media is, is amazing that we can still connect with each other without being um, together. So that's been fun too, to kind of dig into my social media and connect that way as well. Yeah, I've really noticed how over the past year and a half, two years, uh, bands of bands and artists have just really drawn to that either they're either live streaming a bunch or they're doing yep. that one post where people name their favorite artist and yep. see if they respond yep. it's been cool to see but yeah. uh you know it's always good to get back to the the touring and gigging and all that stuff yes uh, but yeah it's been it's been great to see um musicians just writing more uh totally there's been a, there's been a huge surge in uh new music to check out so it's yes. been great for that aspect as well so i don't know i don't know if it'll die back out um get get slower hopefully not yeah uh, hopefully it'll do both right everybody right. will do live stuff <laughs> and that other stuff yeah yeah so somebody that has never seen you perform live what could they expect from a Alora? love light show. oh that's a good question um i would hope that they my, like my goal is always that for whatever 
amount of time that they're at a show with me, it's an escape. You know, it's that we have a good time and it's a good vibe. And um, some some of my music is a little deeper than Eradicy. Eradicy is a fun kind of dance record, but then some of my other music is a little bit more connective and and thoughtful and things like that. So I hope that people kind of have a whole experience when they come to a show that they feel, you know, some healing and some fun and some happiness and you know, they leave feeling more confident and more sexy and more like on a show high type thing. That's always my goal. It's always a whole experience that I want to give. Yeah, yeah, I think that's super important. I think it's great to see artists trying to engage uh, more with their fans and just bring them into their own world. Um, yeah. Even through the music, just sharing that common bond. Is yeah, I think it's important cool. when you do a show to separate like you know, they get kind of the background behind the scenes stuff about me from things like this, you know, podcasts and interviews and um, radio. And then, you know, like they can see me sing and things like that on my social media. So I feel like it's really important when you do a show to bring a totally new aspect of like, you can only get that live. If you go see a Laura Love Light live, you got to see her live. I want Right. that be the response like oh yeah you, you know let's talk entertainment we'll return after a quick break Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas, the Spirit of Super Cool Radio, and if you're looking for a great podcast that features the best independent and up-and-coming bands and artists, then check out my podcast, Super Cool Radio. Each week, I deliver fun interviews, and every Friday, I spin some killer music. You might not know some of these bands that I feature, but I guarantee you will love them. Check out Super Cool Radio on YouTube, Rumble, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, or the streaming platform of your choice. Tune in and rock out. Do you love music? Music news and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at everypodcastiloveisdead.com. Hope you can join me. We talked about the past year and a half has been uh crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's no other words to say it. right uh do you feel like this has helped you become a better artist or do you how do you feel like you've grown or not grown if you will um, yeah through this whole pandemic yeah absolutely I think becoming a better artist is on the artist always right it's like if you use life circumstances to say this is an excuse why I'm not doing this or not doing that it's like there's a lot of people who are doing you know no matter what's happening even when the world is in a pandemic lots of people are working really hard um so I think it's important 
to take every opportunity to grow and to say, how can I use whatever circumstances I can't control to better my artistry? And so that's something that I feel like, hey, we're locked in the house, what can I do? And the answer is write a lot of music, think about my look, think about you know what kind of style I wanna have, what kind of hair I wanna have, what kind of look and what, how I wanna speak and things like that that um, are important equally to develop. I mean, playing live is, is amazing and incredible, but short of not being allowed to play live shows and you still have the internet that you could do you know, live performances on, it shouldn't have inhibited much of your artistry, you know, like besides that, you could still write, you can still collaborate, you can still um, work on your craft, you can still, if you play an instrument, you could still, you know, I played piano a lot more than I usually get to because I was in the house, like, what do I do? Let me play the piano. Yeah, so um, it was good for me. I think definitely good for me. I, I, I've never spent so much time writing, so much time playing the piano, um, just like taking time to vibe on music and on new material. And I think sometimes as an artist, there's so many things to do, especially if you're independent, that it's like you don't have time to just sit in the house and vibe on a new song or vibe on a beat or lyrics that you're writing. So yeah, I think it was great, especially if you're a writer as an artist, it was good. It was a good time for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that a lot too, uh, just with all the time and just staying at home, you've got so much time to create and just right. branch out in different ways that you've never thought possible. Totally. Um, just doing different stuff um through that and also just like i've found so much good music new music that yeah. i never thought i would listen to For um, sure. just because there's nothing else to do right <laughs> might as well listen to music absolutely uh yeah so going back to your music and your style and your your appearance is i guess you would say it's yep. probably not the right word but yeah. <laughs> what would you say would be some of your major like influences oh my major influences um I would say in terms of like fashion I would say an influence would be like Alicia Keys um Lady Gaga those are my influences kind of across the board uh as musicians as women in the industry um as you know, the way they, they present themselves, I think is very sexy in a very classy way. And I would say that's kind of the lane that I would like to be in. Um, I forever am a influenced by Whitney Houston. She, it was a major influence very early on. Um, I always thought she was like, oh my God, so beautiful. And um, the way she would sing was very <laughs> effortless. I just wanted to do that. You know, she embodied the music I always felt. Um, so she, she has for, will forever be an influence on my music and, um, yeah, Lauren Hill is a big influence for me. Um, music like that, women like that. Uh, I think there's a lot of really strong, beautiful, talented women in the industry right now. And, um, I kind of always look to like, what is it that I want to portray? What is it that I want to 
influence? What is it that I want my music to influence? And who's doing similar things like that? And then how do I do that in my own way? You know? Yeah, I totally, totally understand that. Just trying to not only not trying to copy people, if you will, but just trying to pull ideas from different places. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's huge. And it's been a real thing for content creation too. Yeah. Um, I know me and two other guys, um, we each have our own podcast and we're just pulling ideas. We're texting each other back and forth saying, Hey, I'm stealing this idea. And you're like, Oh, totally. go ahead. but that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, I totally, I totally understand that. Whoa. That was weird. Anyway, sorry. My spring just popped really loud. Oh no. <laughs> it's all good though. Uh, continuing on since that was random. Uh, talking about Whitney Houston and all those amazing artists and just amazing women in music. I think I know where this question or this answer is going to go. <laughs> okay. uh, but what do you, what, who would you say would be like one of your dream collaborations? Oh, um, definitely Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga would be like a number one dream collaboration. Um, not to sound cliche, but Beyonce for sure. I just love the kind of woman I know. Like I'm like, what? but the <laughs> reason course. she is, yeah, the reason she is who she is is because she works so hard oh, and yeah. maintains her, you know, brand and exactly who she wants to be presented as. And I really respect that. I, I think she is an incredibly hard worker um, and very creative. So I would like to work with her. I think Nicki Minaj would be really cool to work with. I think she's kind of a boss. Well, not kind of, she definitely is a boss. <laughs> um, I would love to work with Lauren Hill if she will come out of, she just did a record with Nas and everybody's like, oh my God. So that would be cool if I got to work with her. Um, Alicia Keys would maybe be a number one. Um, just again, the woman she is, she's very, very talented, very brilliant. Um, also presents herself in a very specific way that is classy but sexy and cool and um I loved her no makeup thing that she was doing for a while like really embrace you know your beauty and yeah just I think I would like to work with people that um are musicians because I'm a musician so I think the communication in terms of writing wise can work um, I'm also a big fan of Anderson Pack lately. I don't know if you know him, but he, I heard that name. he's um, with, he and Bruno Mars are Silk Sonic. Um, okay. I don't know if you've heard of Silk Okay, Sonic. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Bruno, um, Anderson Pack has been around for quite some time and I've always been a fan of his, but he is a brilliant drummer. You should totally look him up. Um, he's an amazing drummer and a songwriter really really talented as well so that's somebody else i would like to work with oh uh, yeah yeah i totally just wrote down his name to go yeah to i could go on that. i could go on and on and on yeah <laughs> no I that's good chris martin from coldplay he would be okay a yeah dream collaboration too yeah he's got a great voice yeah he's amazing so, uh talking about your driving style or driving force uh what would you say to say an inspiring artist or just singer that's trying to come up into the, the music industry, what would you have any advice for them, like how to get started or whatnot? Yeah, for sure. I would say the internet is your best friend. 
Um, I have spent countless, countless hours just like researching online the process of putting your music out there properly and registering it and having it, you know, registered correctly, um, copyright incorrectly. All of those things are really important if you're an independent artist. Um, and even if you're with a label, like there are things that you should know for yourself to protect your own art. Um, so I would say get online, start researching. Everything you want to know is probably on the internet, which is incredible. Um, and it really opens the opportunities for you as an artist, as an independent artist. So um, you got to be disciplined. You got to be committed to the process. It's a long process. Um, so you just kind of have to enjoy the journey and all of the things that come with it. Um, and I think every single show, every single podcast, every single interview, every single thing you do as an artist is an opportunity to grow and to be better and to work on your craft, to work on how you speak and how you present yourself and um, creatively to work on your music. Um, constantly, I'm working with like songwriters who are better than me. Um, who definitely challenge me to be more creative or say that in a more creative way or, um, you know, speaking more metaphorically and kind of leveling up my songwriting, which I, I've loved over the last year. I've always kind of done songwriting since I was a kid, but to be challenged by better songwriters has, has really made me grow. So don't be afraid of, you know, people who are better than you or people who are 10 steps ahead of you, like learn from them, ask them everything, you know, dig, dig into their brain. And most people are willing to say, yeah, I did this, this, and this, or try yeah. this, or go look for this. And you just have to kind of collect those little breadcrumbs and put them all together to um, pursue your own music. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super important. Uh, I know the driving force of just everything is trying to be the best that you can be. Right. Um, so looking to those people that are better than you, it's not just a fact of putting yourself down. Um, it's just a way of showing yourself where you want to be and how you're going to get there. Yep. Um, just putting the, those steps in order um, to get to that spot that you want to be at. So it's really super cool to um, look at people that are, doing bigger and better stuff than you um yeah because you're not gonna get to where you want to be first thing it's gonna take right. time so yeah right. that's super super good advice I appreciate <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> uh yep blinked on the question again hey when that happens uh yes 2021 it is coming to an end very quickly very right. very quickly uh what do you feel like has been your major highlights of this year oh my gosh so many things this year <laughs> definitely it came out of 2020 like ooh, and into 2021 like okay we're back um no my uh everything honestly erodicy has been the focal point of all of 2021 we wrote the song in probably april and then we did the video in may and everything we prepared everything from May to September was a lead up to make sure we're prepared to release the record, um, registering it, making sure it's copywritten, all of those like fundamental things, technical things. And then it came out in September. And I would say from August till now, we've really hit the ground running um, with radio and campaigning the song 
Um, it's playing all over um, the US and then also internationally, it's playing in the UK and Canada and Germany. Um, so we've worked really hard and I think I took everything I've kind of learned up till now and put it towards this record and it's having a great effect um, and I'm excited. It feels like the last six months have been a good prep for 2022 to go into 22 and um, kind of be ready to do more music and say, this is what's working. This didn't really work in 21. So let's do this instead. And um, I feel really excited about 2022. Yeah. Big things yeah. are big things are to come. So they are. Yeah. We're really excited for that. Uh, congratulations on all success. Thank Super you. exciting for you. Uh, yeah. So people, if you haven't checked it out already, go check out Eradicy. It's yes. phenomenal. Uh, so people that want to keep in contact with you and just see what you're up to these days and just following you along, how, how can we keep in touch with you? Yeah, um, I, I love the interaction. That's a big part of like being an artist. I love hearing from people and if the song has helped them in any way or if they just use it to get ready in the morning and it makes them feel better or anything like that. Um, Instagram is kind of my main platform that I'm on. Um, so Instagram at Alora Lovelight, that's really kind of the best way to get in touch with me. I do respond to all of the messages that I get, all of the comments I try to reply back, um, because I know that people, you know, it's, it's special to me that people are interacting and listening to the record and enjoying it. That's the goal. That's why I put it out there. And, um, so yeah, I like to interact any messages I get, any, any comments, I'm happy to chat with you. I try to do like tips for the music industry on my, um, Instagram page. So there's like some really fun videos that I do little tips that I hope helps people. Um, also on Facebook is at Allure Love Light on Facebook. And, um, I'm also on there probably equally to that. Yeah. So Instagram, Facebook, and then, um, my website is lovelightsoundmusic.com. So you can go to lovelightsoundmusic.com and you can always send a message to us. Um, you know, I do some music consulting. I work with people to work on their independent artistry. Um, so you can book a call if you want to chat and um, we can do that and kind of help you guide your music in the right direction. So yeah, find me, look me up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll be sure to put those and all your links in the show notes. So it'll be easily accessible there. Awesome. Uh, this has been a great conversation, Alora. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been a real pleasure. Yes, yeah, of course. We so we will, we will, uh, sorry, did I cut you off? No, that's okay. I said okay. we'll talk soon. We'll be Yeah, in for sure. Yes. We'll be, uh, go listen to Rodsey and uh, check her out on social media, guys. Um, once again, Alora, love light, everybody. And here she is to wrap up the show this week. Alora Lovelight with Erodicy.
$50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.